this is, I mean, another public service announcement. Um, if you listen to part one, you will have heard we were starting to get a little tipsy. Chris and Stu were three beers in, I think, in the first hour. That's excessive. They were kind of two-thirds beers, though, each pint. Um, but, yeah, that was excessive. Um, I was at least three Scroobiuses in. We continue now into in, in into part two and then on to part three. Um, it's going to be emotional. It's going to be intense. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. You may get offended if you do. Um, go fuck it. No, I'm kidding. If if, if you do, then I apologise hugely. But this is three idiots getting drunk. What can you expect? Enjoy part two. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode two of no, yeah, part two of episode hundred and eighteen of the Distraction Pieces podcast. Um, I'm joined again by Chris and Stu. Have you heard the first part? We're three or four pints in. I've had about three Scroobiuses, but I keep topping them up. Uh, we're brought to you by Speech Development Records, as ever. Head to speechdevelopmentrecords.com um, and buy stuff. That'll be not, my, my adverts get, get worse and worse as I drink more and more. So it's probably best to just play the intro music. Hit the music, Chris. That that's that's not the intro music. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. Right here we are. We are back on the distraction pieces. Drunk cast. Hello. What a. There he is. There he is again. <laughs> that actually comes up a lot in Central Intelligence. Really? In the film it Central Intelligence. Does. Yeah, like the, yeah, the yeah. Rock sends a video, a, a gif of that, a video of that to, to yeah. Kevin Hart. Just going, do you remember oh, this? What's that? What's that? It's, it's very good. Well, um, how old was you when that came out, Stu? Forty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what are we going to get into first on this? We, oh, we had a lot of stuff um, we wanted to discuss. We, we discussed um, all the TV shows that you wanted to cover. We kick off with Dartford. No, I'll do that save later, it, mate. Save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. Or it's just because of the way you intro the intro music. Let me live. Okay. Yeah. Number one. My God, it was hilarious. It's absolutely amazing. But the thing that kept crossing my mind was I wish I'd gone with someone who's never heard of him because they would have been completely confused because it was so many references to the tv show and in jokes and the fact that the biggest laughs at the start was him him pulling a face for a good 30 seconds or so and i just (laughs) imagine someone being like so this is a sold out hammersmith follow (laughs) of several of five thousand people or something and there's just a guy out on stage pulling faces what is going on but um so as i told you i went on my own so i get there I was really jealous, by the way. Like you couldn't, make I missed it. Could, it. I can't remember where I was. I, just, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was kind I was of a last farming. minute one. I was like the day or two before. I was like, anyone up for it? And I grabbed uh, a ticket online, uh. and um, I'm in the bar, and I see that beside the bar is a little plug socket. So I'm charging my phone and reading the comic. And one or two people, <laughs> come, <laughs> it's so I'm so cool. And one or two people come over and say hello. <laughs> and again, it's not because I'm super famous, but I've had Limmy on the podcast and mm. prior to that there'd probably be a crossover in our audiences, mm. but with that involved, like mm. there was a fair few. So 
a few people came over and asked for a picture, and that was a bit awkward because I'm like, I'm squatting with my coat covering my charger lead because I don't want to get told off for using the plug socket. <laughs> my coat covering my charger lead, <laughs> reading a comic that's on my weak. own. Can I? And the, the, the two people who asked for a picture, I didn't get up. I made them squat down with me. <laughs> so can oh, I have man. a picture? I was like, yeah, come down. <laughs> he, didn't let, he, didn't let, he, didn't, he didn't get up because he'd been doing so, so many squats. He'd been doing so many squats and bragging to himself about his fucking that's number shit. three fucking fucking... <laughs> Right, <laughs> it gets worse. Right, I'm sitting there, and I started. To, I, I, I thought I'll just go to my seat because then it's in the dark and whatever. Mm. And I'm sitting there, and I start making a note to talk to you guys. And I'm not hating on it, but there was a couple of guys next to me who were c- c- city boys, all suited up, yeah, quite beery. Yeah, they'd had a, they'd had a, a lager or two. Oh, dear. and they were kind of saying how, yeah, <laughs> they, were, they were kind of saying how. Oh, Lemmy's a bit hit and miss and all that, which I don't agree. I think it's, it's an unusual taste, but it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were saying all this, and I'm sitting there like, ah, oh. not, not in a dick way, but it's like there was a lot of talk before, and it was up yeah. and down, and I was just thinking these guys are a bit drunk, yeah. and it might be interesting during a comedy show because it mm. can get a bit loud. And then one of them said to the other, oh, but did you hear him on Scroobius Pip's podcast? <laughs> and I'm just sat there just staring Dead forward. And his mate's like, no, no, I didn't. They then proceed to discuss the podcast. But I was sat next to you. Sat next to me, didn't realise. What, they didn't realise? Didn't realise at all. And it wasn't one of the ones where you're saying it to give a nudge. It was quite clear that they just hadn't spotted. It's interesting because I've got longer hair. I don't post a lot of pictures online. Because mm. of my long ponytail, <laughs> the pictures I post the most are distraction pieces really ones where long. I've got a shaved head all right. um, and all this. But, so they genuinely didn't, didn't recognise me. So I'm just sitting there in absolute hell, just like two wow. guys next to me talking about me. It had gone too far Fucking for me to great. say, hey guys. Yeah. It's, uh, Only me? It's me. <laughs> um, What's up? <laughs> thank, thankfully, again, it starts and that's the, the, the entertainment. The first half is amazing. The second half, the first half ends and there's an interval and I'm reading I'm reading my programme and there's two people in front of me and one next to me and they're all together. And again, people are nice and they were like a bit drunk and they were like, Oh <laughs> like, have you come on your own? And I'm like, Yeah. But it, yeah. yeah, in a kind of that was my choice kind of way. Yeah, like like yeah. not being rude but being quiet. Was it, of, though? Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, I weren't there to, to buddy up with people, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then they're like, oh, because there was a point where Libby said, put your hands up if you're from London. And they went, oh, he put his hand up and he's not from London. He's lived here. And they would kind of say, and is he allowed to? He lived in the Midlands. I'm like, well, I guess, I guess he can put his hands up for both. Or just, just trying to keep it polite, but trying to, yeah. trying to c- c- cut it short. And again, they were, were lovely, but they were just drunk and trying to engage with yeah. which is nice, but it was awkward. And then the girl goes, I'll tell you who you look like. I'm like, all right. Have you heard of Scroobius Pip? Oh, amazing. And again, I'm like, what do I do? I don't go, that's me, guys. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> You've got a celebrity win well, with you. You could, you could jokingly, because I would, because I'm embarrassing, <laughs> but you would feel too, you'd probably too feel so, too yeah. self-aware for that. Yeah. What did you do? I just went, she said, have you heard of Scroobius Pip? I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And because I've been ending everything and kind of looking down, and, and then her boyfriend Brilliant. was like, "Oh, it's just, it's just because you've got a big beard and that." Yeah, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> "Oh wow!" 
<laughs> and then thankfully part two started and oh, I could shit. enjoy that in silence and sneak out without That's further so, embarrassment. Oh, man, that would be pretty strange. I mean, what an awkward and uncomfortable yeah, night. Yeah, 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 my God. <laughs> and again, it's not it's not a story of, uh, look how famous I am. Everyone no, no, knew no, It's because no. Limmy was on the podcast anyway, so mm. it's likely there'd be a crossover. I just didn't expect literally all the people surrounding me to know of Scroobius Pitt, but not enough to recognise me. And yeah. It was just awkward. Was you not curious to go like, yeah, I've heard he's a right prick. Oh, I do. Like, and, I, do I do that anyway oh, when people yeah, yeah, talk yeah, about no, him. Course, yeah, that's yeah, it, though. I've, not, I, I've, I've always... only ever heard nice things about him. So, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Was it? <laughs> yeah, that's lies. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to you all the time. So, yeah, I, I, so that, was yeah, fun. I that. That was a good night out. Sometimes we have people, like when we were at uh, Lizard's, um, and they want photos with him outside. And if I've had a few drinks and I'm feeling particularly painful, that can be a really painful job for everyone involved. Yeah, it drags that, that, that happened last time, and I was pulling faces. And was that the one that I asked you to run, and you said you weren't going to get drunk? I didn't drink. I had to, How many beers did I have? Beers or shots? You had the shots in the office <laughs> with a box, didn't you? <laughs> when you was counting up the money. Yeah, but that that was... No, he had the shots early on as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was Sorry. early on. No, Brian I had... up to the bar and he was doing a shot. I didn't That's have right. anything to drink till, like, 11. Then I had a then I had two pints and two two shots. Three He's, pints and two shots. He said to me, it was the best conversation. He went, you know what? Because Stu's not here and I'm running it, he said, I'm not going to drink tonight. And I went, all right. I, yeah. I didn't say anything. He went, Brilliant. Was, and, and then literally Paul's went, oh, I'll have a few. <laughs> <laughs> so it literally lasted less than, I'm not going to drink tonight. Well, I'll have a few. It was a good night though, right? It was a, a, a slow start. It was like bank holiday weekend and all this, but it got there in the end. It was a lovely I one, a, I thought. I had a jolly old time. I've always, um, I'm not going to hide the fact that we had Lindy Layton play and she's definitely one of, like, I think she's, I have a big crush on Lindy Layton. Oh, there's no, mate, I've there's no shadow of a doubt. Crush on Lindy Layton, always have had. Yeah, I really and like her car. She drives this like old school BMW with leopard skin leopard seat. Skin, I mean, yeah. she's pretty cool. Pretty much, yeah, dre- she's, she's my dream woman. She's I think. Like a Lindy. Yeah, doesn't hurt that she can DJ like a motherfucker oh, as well. DJ, yeah, a lot and of fun. Got a serious voice on her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a legend. And 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 as said, I mean, we should mention it repeatedly because I'm really excited. Our last, our one of the year at the book club is October twenty second. So. Six Music, oh. Sean Caveney coming down. And the residents. Hell yeah! And all of us just there getting drunk I'm like totally we are now. I'm up for a very fun one. I mean, it's really cool. Do you know what's weird as well? Is that there are, you know, people, are podcast fans there who come and have a chat with I us tell now, you what, which is strange. I like, tell you what, if you're on the you fence, what? tell you <laughs> what. Te- if you're on the fence, I believe it is the day after a certain... Mr. Craig's, but sorry, Chris's birthday. Wow. 22nd. Is that the day after? Yeah, yeah, yours yeah, is the 21st, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, mine's the 21st. Yeah. Oh, right, See, so I know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you want to come down come and celebrate down. Chris's birthday, yeah. that's even more exciting now. Imagine yeah. the state he's going to be in. <laughs> Imagine how easy it'll be if you're female to pull Chris if you, <laughs> if you so desired. I mean, it's normally quite easy. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's no great shakes there. <laughs> I get right, so we're going to have a Craig story at the end of this week's one. We're definitely going to have a Craig story. I reckon by the time we do a next drunk cast, there might be a modern Craig one. Like, (laughs) you keep saying there's definitely going to be one. What happens if, you know, we don't? What happens if I bottle out of it? I reckon you'll you'll be up for for sharing a Craig story. Because we've... Stu has been pushing hard for the Turnmills Craig story. Mm. 
I've been pushing hard for the Birmingham Craig story. Or the main Birmingham Craig story. Craig spent a lot of his time in Birmingham and there was a lot of embarrassment. They're both yeah. brilliant. They're both great, yeah. So it's a case of how many drinks we get down Chris and how Craig allows, what Craig allows him to Yeah, uh, it depends. To I think the Terminals one's too, it's too nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too sexy. Speaking of drinks, mm-hmm. m- me and Ian sat there watching the UFC. Oh, yeah. What's that you're drinking, mate? I call it my alien water. Alien water. Alien Sorry, water. no, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Like, I, think, Do I don't you think know who said that. a little that, bit more backstory either way, on I know we've spoke crazy. about him quite a lot. But <laughs> so he's he, my brother. He's like no one else I've ever met. No. He's a special mm. one. He's my brother. He's, as we always say, he's very intelligent. Yep. He's very, he's got very unique views a lot of the time and very cutthroat views. Very, it's not kind of on the fence about stuff. It's very much, here's my belief. But you really know. lovely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, he did a fast, as I've said before. He's really into his a lot of weird health stuff now. He will only eat stuff he's prepared. Um, the easiest example I have for this is he was struggling to get his bread right. He makes bread and he was struggling. And I was like, that's weird. You know what it's like, <laughs> maintaining, <laughs> trying to get your bed, bread right. I was like, no, Jim's I was like, bed. that's weird. Like, like Amy, who, who looks after the speech yeah. development page and things like that, and she, and she bakes her own bread, and no offence, but she's not a genius or anything, or a master <laughs> chef. Do you know what I mean? And you I was are, like, Amy. You <laughs> are, you are. Don't listen to this guy. Um, but then he was like, the reason he was struggling is because he can't use yeast. Amy's got plenty of yeast. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. <laughs> no, it's, Sorry, it, Amy. It, he can't use yeast because yeast isn't something he's made, so he has to cultivate his own bacterias. <laughs> to use to make the bread rise. So that's kind of, that's the kind of life's got to be hard work for Ian, hasn't it? Mate, and that's it that's the beautiful like my mum and dad both say all the time, like, oh I'd love to do all that. Like if I had the time. I think Amy as well, I've told her about this, she's like, Oh, I'd love to have the time for that. It's like Mac no, time. He, he gets up at half five or six every morning to start his bread, to start this. And it's like he doesn't have the time. He he he, he makes time. So yeah, as we've established he's a bit weird and he's like I call it my alien water, and, and it's, it's, it's a, he's got a jar of water, and there's little things like it looks like tadpoles almost. And when you turn it, they don't move. If you know what I mean, they mm. remain in place. No, I don't know what you mean, mate. It's insane. You know, so if it's here, if we turn uh, the, the right. top of the water would change. This podcast and what's gold, inside yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. So tip, just so you know, um, imagine you've got a glass <laughs> and it's half full, and you turn it to a forty-five degree angle then the water would kind of change where it is. The top of the the level of the water would dissect the glass, mm-hmm. but what's in the water wouldn't have moved. Mm-hmm. It would have kind of... It's got this weird membrane about okay. it. Yeah. And it turns out he leaves... He gets his water and he, fill, he fills it with chia seeds and then he pops it in the fridge overnight. And the reason he does this is chia seeds have kind of a membrane and, and absorb the water. So when you drink it, you get the water you've drunk and the slow release of the water the chia seeds have absorbed, m- making you continually hydrated throughout the day or evening. Some pretty clever shit there. I mean, if you haven't... It's dope, it's I dope. Mean, it's, but it's again, it's dope. a weird... You're, you're watching yeah. UFC at four in the fucking morning, you weirdo. Why are you mm. drinking chia? But yeah. I mean, I, I just... Is that so he, he wants to pee the bed? It makes sense, though. It, like, it makes tons of sense. Yeah, I mean, again, hydration is important you, you, you and it's slow release. You could just have a glass of water when you first have a couple of glasses of water, yeah. But yeah, that's what he was drinking. And I made note of that. I was like, that's, that was a simple question. Oh, what are you drinking? 
Uh, alien water. Alien water. <laughs> I mean, speaking. No one of, else would ever say that apart from Ian. Yeah. Speaking of UFCs, um, there was a UFC that you, me, and Ian stayed up for, um, and we had some big conversations that night. We uh, we often get a bit. I mean, we don't drink at UFCs particularly. Every no, now and then, sometimes have a beer, I'll have generally a we don't. No. But we all get a bit sleep deprived and mental. Yeah. And the one that was making me laugh was your <laughs> casual admission of the fact that you've watched Bad Boys at least thirty times. <laughs> I swear, I have. who's in there? Is that Martin Lawrence and Will Smith? Yeah, Will Smith. Yeah. Who's in that? It's because they're making Bad Boys Three, is why. I woke up this morning with a Power Ranger damn near shoved up my ass. Never seen him. Yeah. Never seen it. No. I love it. It is a good film, but out. it cracked us up the fact that Chris has watched it, it 30 I have times. Ge- genuinely, that's not exaggeration. If I was to exaggerate, I'd say 200. I mean, at least 30. Solid. The bit that definitely. then enslaved me was the thought that, like, if he didn't actually own it and was just at Blockbusters every week, just, just, <laughs> <laughs> just renting out Bad Boys, or if he's watching it on Netflix, mm. oh, man. and it's on, it's on the recently watched, on the recommended, on the continue watching. <laughs> Sorry, but to mention things that Chris is a bit obsessive and weird about, <laughs> chatting, we got. At, chatting at work the other day, we, we, we <laughs> make Danny that um, works for us. It was also my Muay Thai instructor. Yeah. And uh, he just got chatting, and I was telling him about the immersive experience thing I'd done on Saturday we'll in London and uh, and he said oh yeah he said like and, I, and he, he said you, you do the secret cinema thing I got chatting about that and he went my mate used to um, he, he was the alien in the alien um, <laughs> no way. immersive thing Trocadero. in the Trocadero oh, get going oh. there, and I was like <laughs> oh no Chris he was barred because he kept <laughs> going and throwing himself in the arms of the alien to try and get better. And, no and that was him. Why? And I was like, shit. Fuck. Yeah. That's a small world. I mean, I they must it. have had more. They must have had aliens on an alien rotor. Yeah. But um, shit, man. That could have been the guy. That, yeah. that, that's beautiful. Which man. aliens on this week? I know. You, you, you know, you're harder than like Ripley when an alien goes to tackle you and then pushes you away. Oh, you no, because the mistake you're making, Ripley is a character where there were real aliens and you're a dickhead at the Trocadera, essentially in Laser Quest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. You're I essentially a dickhead at sorry, laser quest. I remember now. Alien. Put that on your re- CV. I remember essentially now. the dickhead at laser quest. <laughs> <laughs> Holding your gun in that way. That you oh, man. Do you remember those kids? Covering the front with your gun and the sides. So Playing it all day, every day. I'm only, I'm only jealous. Um, another thing that we found great humour in, and it probably won't seem funny now, but I guess we've had a few drinks, was the fact... <laughs> we were just talking about prequels and we were talking about the fact that anything can be a prequel as long as it's a <laughs> force. It's like, <laughs> have you seen the, the Die Hard prequel? Braveheart. And <laughs> 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 literally, it is a prequel. It was it's 700 prequel, years yeah. before. <laughs> it's a prequel. It counts. Oh. So, yeah. For some reason, we're finding great humour yeah, in that. That's very good. A big but, chunk but of But speaking of that, I mean, obviously, we're a little way away from it. I mean, people get upset with talking about Christmas and that, but yeah. that is that is some of our favourite movies. It's my favourite Christmas film. My Christmas tr- tradition. That's a, in t- fact, that's, a, that's a test for many people when I ask them, what's your fucking, what's your, what's your favourite Christmas film? In fact... The- oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, um, oh, Elf. it's... It's Elf. White Christmas. Wrong. It's Die Hard. It's Die Hard. Um, the reason that October 22nd is our last Lizards mm-hmm. 
is because the next Die one... Hards on uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. yeah. The next one was on Christmas Eve, and my tradition on Christmas Eve is I go up the bell, I have a few drinks, I leave mm-hmm. early, come home and watch Die Hard. <laughs> yippee ki Exactly. Right. It's, 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 it's a classic. Um, <laughs> classic Willis. <laughs> what do we want to go on to next? Um, or, or, I mean, speak it. No, Please. sorry. There's more, there's more uh, UFC stuff. There was okay. another one where Ian went home early because he was a bit sleepy. So oh, I got sleepy. Me. It was me. Yeah, that was one. That was a weird out. one though because you hadn't particularly confirmed that you were coming round. No, just I popped turned in, up at I? my door at one o'clock. Like, all right, guys. <laughs> just if it was in. unlocked, I'd have walked straight in as well. Yeah. Which I used weird, to leave his door unlocked. Which is so weirdly just... half an hour after that, Ian decided to call it a night. So I don't know if Chris was a, <laughs> don't know if Chris was a bit a bit overexcited. But um, <laughs> on that one, have you seen the ref? Gary Copeland. A lot of people are referring to him as Mini Brock. Slick back there. Oh, that yeah. looks like he's about to explode yep. with... Well, he was on the screen for a few s- a th- a seconds, and I just let Chris know. I'd got him a bit of a surprise. <laughs> and I'd hired that guy as his new alarm clock. And every morning, he was just going to jump up, scream, and punch Chris <laughs> in the balls. Just <laughs> go, yeah! Punch Chris in the balls. And Google Gary Copeland... In fact, oh, man, Google Google dude. Gary Copeland, and then 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 look at the pictures of Chris, and imagine Chris being woken up each morning by Gary Copeland and just giving him a balls. firm punch. Do you want to see him? Shoe? In the Have balls. you seen him, mate? Do you know yeah, what yeah of course like? I know he is. Yeah, he's a funny looking dude, and because it's like four or five a.m. in the morning, everything's <laughs> getting a bit trippy. Because <laughs> I think I've been working. I PJ with my brother weirdly, and um, yeah, I got there, and then you're threatening to like hire people to smash me in the balls as a wake yeah, up call as an alarm clock that would have been a nice gift I think he looked like a 90s video game character didn't he yeah, like, an angry du- like an angry duck shall we talk a wee bit about UFC or 204 and 205 obviously as this comes out it's a few days before 204 which is the best card the UK's ever seen by yep. a long way right yep it's got my man in there you got Bisping having his rematch with Henderson, who's on his last ever fight, which is amazing. Is yeah. Belfort against Musasi? I'm going to get my little thing up. Just popping get it your, up now. Get your little thing up. Just popping it up now, mate. Pop my little thing up. But yeah, Bisping versus Henderson is is a amazing fight because of just what we witnessed in the first time round yeah, without that finish from fight, Henderson. Everyone can argue that it's not fair because it's the number thirteen a ranked middleweight getting a title shot, but. I don't care. I, I fancy it. It's a uh, fun fight. Do you know what? I know he's he's, he's he's the champ and he's English and I should be Team Bisping, but I'm not. Um, I love Henderson. I mean, I was going to say, good reason the, that fact you're is, not, right? the fact is Henderson is on his last fight ever and Henderson is as mm. legit a legend as you'll ever get in, love him. in MMA. He's, he's been pride champ. He's been champ all over the place and yeah. It'd be beautiful for him to end as, as champ. Perfect. Perfect. But again, it's a beautiful end anyway. I'm not. That isn't hating on Bisping. I no, think no, Bisping no, is no. at the tail end of his career as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's finally got the belt, and that was a beautiful moment. So, yeah. not that I want Bisping to lose the belt, but it was it was great when he had that moment. It'd be equally great for Henderson to finally get. I'd say on. that despite I've always been a strange um, voter of the underdog or the bad guy Bisping, mm. even in this instance. Um, I'd kind of like Hendo to win that. Hendo, because of, I think, what 
Henderson has represented. In, yeah. in, he, he's like he's like he's like he's one of the the the, the old guard really of yeah. MMA, isn't Definitely. he? He's like so is Bispin in many ways. Yeah, but but Bis, like you say, Bis, Bispin has got what he wanted. I yeah. don't, you know, I don't and think... he's grafted. He's fought for it. You know, like love him or hate him. I just um, don't. I just don't think he. Do you know what? I'm I'm sure he's he's a top fella, but I just I just I just don't warm to him. No, I get I, that. I, just, I mean, I just, I just I think like after fights and that, like especially after when he when he won the fight and he won the belt, I just thought I don't know. I just I just I didn't wonder, like the, the, uh, it seemed a little bit disrespectful. I wonder. I, mean, it was, I wonder if you I wonder if you knew him, you'd warm to him. I, wonder I was going to say. I was going to say. Cold, it's cold, it's, cold. it's always hard to say while they're still fighting. Yeah. Because Sonnen on his podcast is a different person. Yeah, to yeah, Sonnen yeah, yeah, when yeah. he was a UFC Anderson fighter. Anderson Silva, you suck. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it's great. But who else is on that card? Because I said it's just it's not just Manu that fight. Up. It's a stacked card. So Manu was against OSP, which is a great scrap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So who else is it? Is it Bell for Musasi? Yeah, which yeah. is that's a fight and a half. Like Musasi is one of the most underrated in the UFC, right? In strike force, he was champ. He was amazing, and yeah. Brad Pickett. Yeah, Brad Pickett's on there. Fuck, didn't we? Didn't didn't when we went recently? Didn't we walk past Brad? Didn't you get a photo with yeah, him? Yeah, man, show? we did. That was a bummer, right? Yeah, what was... a show that was. We oh, spoke mate. about that. Yeah. But that he was, was so lovely. He yeah, was just was sitting lovely, on the floor, lads. wasn't he? And I just see him. I went. He was literally sitting on the floor just as you walked in. Like we got our tickets, and I just went, "Hello, Brad." And he just yeah, jumped I'll up, had photos. I and... tell you what else is good. Tell two me. two other kind of pals of mine that we meet at the events, Polaris. The, yep. the BJJ event oh, in the UK right. yeah, that yeah. had the best lineup ever at the last one. They've just announced their new refs and, ju- and judges, and two of the judges, Mark Goddard, who's fantastic. I think yeah. he's, I think he's as good as anyone in in the UFC. I think definitely he's been Big consistent. John, I think Big John's had some mistakes over recent years. And so in, I, in the start, but so he was so early on So, I would, say, I would say it's mm. between Herb Dean and Mark Goddard for the best in the business. Yeah, and yeah. Herb had a bit of a dodgy decision recently. But still, I'd say it's between them two. So, Mark, it, a lot of love. And then the, Dan Hardy. So, that is the two judges at Polaris. Wow. Or two one, of the three one judges. One of the few people I've, got, I've been starstruck by. Yeah, yeah. and that was a bammer as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Back proper like, at a moment. Like, Didn't oh. expect to see him. And then, like, when we first watched UFC... Absolutely so, so, so sorry, you, we met Pickett at Bellator, yeah. and then it was a, a bammer in Birmingham That's that, that, that <laughs> we, I introduced uh, you and Sam, yeah. Sam Marshall just, to uh, Just, just like, gave him dreamy eyes and was smiling at him, and like, was just really grateful to shake yeah, his that, hand. That, the face you're pulling now <laughs> isn't dreamy, it's fucking <laughs> creepy. It's fucking hot. <laughs> but yeah, that's great. Um, so let's talk a bit about 205 or previous events. What do you want to go into? Because there's been some interesting previous bits. Let's quickly go on to, as we touched upon it, a Roy Nelson mm. kicking Big John McCarthy. Yeah. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable, I don't think. I love Big Big Country. I think he's great. But previously, Dana has said, if you put your hands on a judge... You're out of there. You're out the door. So I think it's a tough one. I think I think if, if Bellator weren't snapping up ex-USC fighters, I like nobody's business... We would have heard a lot more about this. Yeah. I think the fact yeah. is they don't want to let anyone off contract because big country. He's he's still a pool regardless. He's a he's a, he's a, a pool. Yeah. I, I only I only weird. I've only seen that re- recently. Yeah, he we watched it before me. coming around here, and um, and I only saw it from one angle. I don't know if you've seen it from multi. 
He does like he does put a foot on him or whatever. It's not a kick, him. is it? It's, it's a, not push. a kick. It's, it's a, a push. push. It's a frustrated push. Now, and it's fair because his frustration was at the fact he had to hit the person he's beaten more than he wanted to. And again, it's a it's a misconception mm. of MMA that it's mm. this brutal of, of, of yeah. violence. Especially if someone's listening to it's this and we've just gone, uh, he's kicked a ref. When actually, yeah. when we explain it further, he's kicking a ref because and he touched a ref. Sorry, because he was saying, look, I felt the guy was out. Yeah, and the ref. And again, it's weird. We have MMA because there's grappling, there's all sorts. It's not as simple as you knock them down. Yeah. So, and he felt he had to punch too many times to a guy who he likes. He's like, I like Bigfoot. I've met his family. Mm. I think he's a good guy. He's been fighting for years. I didn't want to have to land two or three extra punches. I'd won mm. the fight. So it was annoyance at that, but still, you, you, you can't you can't put your hands or feet on a. Do you know what on a ref? I'd, right? I'd give it a pass, and I wouldn't sweat it that much because, I, as I said, I've only seen it. I, I've given, only seen it from that one angle. I haven't seen him like pass, I've seen so. if it's like a pro, full on, like it's like an extension of a kick or more of nah. a. He's put his foot on him, as in to say, "Come on, man, what was that about? It was a bit shitty." Because if that was, the, for example, if he put if he put it on down, so it's yeah, yeah, exactly. If he'd have put his arm on a ref's shoulder and sort of just gone, "That was a bit shitty," yeah. you wouldn't be you wouldn't be chucking him out. For it. Yeah, it's but different at the same because time, it was a, at the same it was time, a it push with worse the foot and a walk away. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, equally, we've had Verdum the week before, um, Teep, um, yeah, a Travis Brown's coach, which was again is v- very out of character for MMA. So, very strange. Speaking of obviously reluctance to let fighters leave and, and join Bellator, um, what's the score with the stuff you sent me today, Aldo? Is Aldo, Aldo has said he wants to. Terminate his contract because Connor. He was told that Connor would either defend his belt or be stripped of it. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is Connor is going to fight at two o five in the biggest event of all time with the best card of all time. I would argue um, if he wins, I think they'll take the belt off him. I don't think he plans to go back down to featherweight. I don't think he can. He's comfortable making that weight. So I think mm. if he wasn't f- having the opportunity to become the first ever fighter to be a two-weight champion at the same time, yeah. they would have already t- 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 taken the belt off him. But, yeah, I, yeah. But what they're looking at is going, look, we'll leave it with him. Like, Aldo hasn't got a fight I lined up before 205. So it's like, we'll leave it with him. And then either the next fight Aldo has will be against Connor for the belt or it will be for the belt against Holloway or Pettis. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Else. So I think it's more just to have that that boast because it looks yeah. good for Connor, but also it looks good for the, the UFC and the sport because mm-hmm. it's saying right now is the best it's ever been because yeah. we've got to go as the first ever held two belts at two different weight classes, tune in every time he fights. This is the biggest sport in the world. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah, that, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a headline. So, yeah, I don't think Aldo will go anywhere. I think he's so interesting. He's kicking that, his toys yeah. out his pram a little yeah, bit. Maybe, but maybe. It's, it's yeah. interesting, all of that. So, the thing that's annoyed me, and this is the bit where if you're not an MMA fan, skip forward like 10 minutes, because we'll only talk we for 10 minutes get or so. We will dick jokes. But um, people are angry that Connor got a title shot over Habib Nurmagomedov. I don't understand that, because I think Habib Nurmagomedov is capable of beating everyone in the lightweight division but he's only beaten one person who's top 10 he's mm-hmm. ranked number mm-hmm. one which I don't understand because you've only beaten one person that's top 10 and people countered that to me online saying but that person that's top 10 went on to be the champ yeah but that person who went on to be the champ also lost to Clay Guida 
to Tyson Griffin and to Gleason Tebow. Gleason Tebow's had a hell of a run since then. Yeah. I don't think he should be getting a title shot. Yeah. So it's a weird one. I'm, and again, it's all turned out for the best because on the undercard of of of, of McGregor Alvarez is Habib against Michael Johnson, yep. who's a ranked top ten a lightweight. So that's exciting and. It's one of them. It's I can I think say he's a piece of shit, Johnson. I think he's a real piece of shit. He's been a bit mouthy recently, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not liking him at I all. I think he's a good fighter, but it's it's one of them. It's a weird one. I'm not hating on Habib at all. I think he can beat everyone at lightweight, including Alvarez and mm. McGregor. But thinking that isn't enough. Mm. He has to do mm. it. If he's only yeah. beaten one person in the top ten, we can't all say, "Yeah, but look at him." He's the best. It's like, well, if that's the case, then let's just give him the belt. Yeah. Let's yeah. just go, oh, yeah. he's better yeah. than Alvarez. Let's yeah. just give him the belt. It's like, no, you've got to actually Captain do it. it. So, yeah, I don't think that's a big a big shock. Um, people were saying the, the travesty is that he was offered a contract to fight Alvarez, and that was kind of used to make Connor come in and play ball. But at the same time, Connor had a contract to fight for the lightweight belt before RDA got injured. Yeah, so again, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah. it's like, well, he's had that on the table as yep. well. So it's like, it's, 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 it's a weird one. Connor has always got negotiation chips. Yeah, of course. He's the biggest MMA fighter but, of all but time. He, but he's, he's earned that. that. He's, he's done that. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He should be People fighting. Know, he's he's Madison I, square garden. Has that all sold out then? What's the score with that? I mean, I'm not sure if it's even, I got gone on sale yet because I'm just kind of like moments. random, random impulse. Like, so shall we go? Like, shall we go? Sam wants to go. Go, go. Sam. I've basically this is, and I'm going to be all vague and big shot now. I'm up for two or three acting roles that are around that time, and if they came in, I wouldn't be able to go. Boogie Nights two. Yeah, <laughs> head fluffer. But but it said yeah. If I wasn't, I'd go there in a fucking heartbeat. Because let's. Have you got the card in front of you? Yep. Read it out. It's the best. Ca- I would say it's the best card ever. Woodley. I would say the first f- five or six fights could all headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, easy, easy. Woodley Thompson title yep. fight. Alvarez McGregor yep. title fight. Weidman Romero. Yep. Not, but JJJ title fight. JJ against KK. Yep, exactly. But again, again, that that Weidman Romero one is massive because Weidman has done so much to get it legalised in New York so I will question you will ever hear a bigger reaction to anyone walking yeah, out yeah, than yeah. Weidman yeah, in New yeah. York sweet well I'm, yeah okay because again he's, he's, he was one of the main people at the front in campaigning for that for a long time him and Frankie yeah. who was also on the card mm-hmm. Eddie's from New York isn't he I thought he was but New I think Jersey. I'm wrong I think he's from Philly Oh, is he? Because that's what was confusing me at the press Sorry, conference. Sorry, who, who, who is you saying? Eddie Alvarez. Because okay, it confused yeah. me at the press conference because everyone was cheering for Connor and they weren't cheering for Eddie, but I'm pretty sure he's from Philly, you know. Oh, right. Because he's, he's got the Rocky story and, and, and Philadelphia is all, all, all yeah. Rocky stuff, mm. right, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's the case. But yeah, go on. Tim Kennedy, Rashad Evans. Tim Kennedy, Rashad Evans. Ah. I mean, it's not on there yet, but Habib against Michael Johnson. I know they haven't updated that on the website yet, but that's that's in there as well. How many is that? That's that's six that's or seven there. And, that, that and, and then and then headline. fucking hell, Cerrone Gaslam. Oh my god, Cerrone v Kelvin is amazing. It's it, it's it's only doesn't feel amazing because it was originally Cerrone against Lawler. Yeah, and if Cerrone mm. Lawler was on that card as well, then just cancel the rest of the cards for yeah. the year because yeah, that's the peak. true but Kelvin's been so absolutely going beast. insane beating the fuck I out of I think Kelvin's got the potential to, 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 to be, be my new boyfriend to be a mini Cain Cain Velasquez yeah, I can hook dude. it up he's, he's a 10th a planet 
a boy with my boy Eddie Bravo. He's a so, um, and you've not even got to Frankie, Frankie, the, yeah, and Lil Heath and Jeremy yep. Stevens, yep. yeah, yeah, who got the the biggest diss at the press conference. It felt bad, man. I, I didn't see that. As someone said, because again, it was just the Connor show. The, the reaction to Connor was insane. But someone said to Connor, "Look, there's a lot of people on stage tonight." Because he had had a bit of mouth with Cerrone. He was like, "There's a lot of people on stage tonight around your weight class. Is is there anyone you can see as as a thing?" And no offence to, to Lil Heaven, but in my mind, they're referring to Frankie Edgar, to Cowboy Cerrone, you know, to to to, to a slept through. Mm-hmm. And Lil Heaven jumps on the mic and starts saying something. And Connor, and he did it so genuinely, turned around and went, who the fuck is that? <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just genuinely, and his hair looks a bit different at the moment anyway. So it was a legit kind of, he generally just looked around and said, who is that? And, and Jeremy Stevens did just have to kind of, uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> kind of just. No. And Jeremy Stevens again. He's a legend. He's yeah. been in so many fight of the nights. But yeah, it was kind he's of a perfect. Fucker is. It was very funny. Just while we're on the, the the quick fighting thing, just in case people have whizzed past it and don't want to hear us banging on about <laughs> MMA and stuff. Um, did he, obviously on um, a few days ago got announced that Fury has been pulled from his fight with Klitschko. Oh really? Oh, is he? Again, um, due, due to illness. Um, not really disclose exactly what, to, to my knowledge yet. Um, and so the uh, there was something from Eddie Hearn saying that he's almost secured it for um, Joshua to oh, replace wow. him and fight Klitschko. Wow. Uh, what you make of that? I love that because yeah. I think Joshua is an athlete, a professional, a great example. And I think Tyson Fury is none of those things. I think he's not an athlete. He's a piece of shit. He's a yeah. terrible example. Um I ranted on the first drunk cast, I think, on a... I recorded a separate thing, yeah. so it wasn't when we were here. We didn't get around to it, did we? No, because no. basically, <laughs> I've got no no love for the dude. The dude said in big interviews, and again, just before he became the heavyweight champion of the world, he said in big interviews that um, he thinks the apocalypse is going to come and the, the bad weather and the tragedies and all this or whatever is part of the apocalypse because... It's three things. We've accepted homosexuality. Um, we've accepted... There was, was, I, I can't remember... I can't even remember the three things he said, but he said, next to come is public acceptance of paedophilia, which, again, you're like... And his argument was, that may sound crazy now, but 50 years ago, the thought of gays being just an acceptable thing was unimaginable. It's like, so you're comparing homosexuality to paedophilia... And oh. you're a massive public figure and sportsperson. Go fuck yourself. Fuck um, that guy. I had so many inappropriate things to say there. I'll say, I'll say something <laughs> sensible. Um, <laughs> like, what, he really needs to go and read a history book. He needs to just go because, 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 like, to say, to say, like, the homosexuality, or even the subject of legalising or, or, or normalising paedophilia, it's not new... It's not new. Yeah. There's societies going back hundreds of years that, that, that did both of those things mm. and the world didn't end. So, by the way, that's not me saying, hey, let's, let's welcome back Paedophilia. You seem to be on the side <laughs> of Paedophilia here. Um, <laughs> Chris. All I'm saying no, is there's some sexy fuck. kids out it's, there. It's, it's an interesting one with the history of homosexuality as well because it's a often misconstrued and I love it when we get onto stuff like this when mm. we're a bit drunk because yeah. <laughs> it's all the better but that kind of brings on my anxiety <laughs> there's, there's a myth that um, that homosexuality was um, 
accepted and welcome in Greek times. Right. And it's right, all this right. thing that the Greeks accepted homosexuality. And it's not true. It just didn't exist. It wasn't a term because they didn't have heterosexuality either. They simply had um, kind of dominant and submissive, I guess. It was like they didn't have that division of straight or gay. It was just, can I um, extract my pleasure from you? Can I extract my pleasure from you? It wasn't about if you've got mm. a dick or a, a vagina or, or, or whatever yeah. else. So it wasn't that, oh, they were so welcoming and accepting of homosexuality. It was just, no, mm. they didn't even consider that because it's, I, I still believe now it's some, it's some dumb shit. We shouldn't have these big uh, labels and boundaries and, and, uh, and lines. It should be just be open to whatever your desires are. Yeah, and be excellent to each other. Be open to your mate passing off filming you in the shower as curiosity as to what rap, what rap song is he singing? Trancy Blowjobs, Stu. But yeah, I don't know how we got to that. But yeah, no, I think Andy so Joshua true. is a fucking... <laughs> Yeah, no, we just, no, back to that. I think Andy Joshua is a fucking athlete and a unit and he looks amazing and I couldn't be more of a fan of the dude. So I'd love for him to step in. It would be beautiful for him to be the one to put Klitschko to bed because Klitschko is an undeniable legend of boxing. The, the, the era he has had, the run he has had, but he happens to have a very boring style and Anthony Joshua doesn't. So it would be beautiful if the passing of the torch is to... Joshua, rather than someone like Fury, who, regardless of the fact he's a fucking dumb piece of shit, he hasn't got that exciting a style. He's very no. much a smothering, awkward shape, yeah. awkward to fight, mm-hmm. awkward thing. So I'd much rather the torch is passed to Anthony Joshua, who's... Explosive. Again, I mean, let's just admit it, he looks like a god as well. He's, he, he is put together. Um, mm. I follow him on Instagram mainly for his workout shots. The dude's <laughs> the dude looks well, um, yeah. and yeah, he, but, but again, he's explosive. He's a he's, he's he's a knockout guy. He's a killer. So yeah, I'd much rather it gets passed on in that way. Shall we continue on the sports here? And uh, let's go to Prince Nas later. So we've got this section. Okay. We'll do it in the next one because we're at forty minutes now. So we'll, we've had this big section on MMA that was more than ten minutes, as I promised. What should we go to now? Some films? Switch it up. Let float me... Floatworks. I yeah, wanted yeah. to talk about Floatworks. Have any of you guys done... Um... a ride at Thorpe Park? Yeah. Have you been? Is it? No, it's not, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd missed out on what some big news. Voice then? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> don't, don't, act like, don't act like I don't do that every day at some point. Your dog panicked as the, Chris uh, hit that note. The McRib, that was the only, McRib is back at McDonald's. Is it? <laughs> is it tall time? <laughs> um, oh, no. oh, 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 oh. Is the McRib uh, back? Uh, <laughs> Jim, Salman Jim, my tour, our tour guy for ages, who you all know and love, hmm. he was obsessed with the McRib. And when we tour in Germany, it was the only place the McRib's still existed <laughs> and we'd regularly get up in the morning to leave and he would have got up early been to McDonald's to get several McRibs <laughs> eaten them and then come to pick us up at the hotel he would go out of his way for McRibs also incidentally as you saw when we went to <laughs> when we went to what? Snowden me, Stu, Ian and Tom Sorry. Coles um, climbed Snowden as a charity thing and Jim was our driver yep. thank god he wasn't climbing because he got hammered the night before just drunk all night in the bar with and drive the, us to the mountain with, with, with the locals but his sat nav 
He's programmed it. He's put something in it. So anytime you drive within a mile or something of a McDonald's, it goes... <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and then imagine that on long tours when you're at late night, <laughs> you've done a gig, you've fallen asleep. So... <laughs> Oh, sound man, Jim. The the, the owner of the That's countdown story from the last was that the last one? The ten, ten. nine. <laughs> that was one before that. It's one before. That was a classic. That was. But I was talking about. Yeah, have either of you ever done? Gone in a sensory deprivation tank. No, and I don't no, want to no. sound all Rogan because Joe Rogan. It? Yeah, I've done it a couple of times. Um, because because Joe Rogan banged on about these for ages mm. on 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 the Joe Rogan experience and. I'd forgotten about it. I, I thought it was, it was one that was worth talking about it. I did it off the back of them, hearing that it's a really good thing. And I fucking I, I loved it. It's the weirdest mm-hmm. thing. So you get in this tank and you've got the option of some mu- some music playing. You've got the option of lights. But basically it's a tank and the water has got this like saline solution in. S- and so you float perfectly. Um and you've got the option of some light or having it open a little bit and some music. But the point is that it's meant to be complete sensory deprivation. Mm-hmm. It's pitch black. You've got... got it's, it's soundproof. And the way you're floating, you can't, you can't feel anything. Um, and so I went in there and I did that. And I, I had no music and all that. Mm-hmm. And it is the weirdest thing because for the first five, ten minutes, you're laying there thinking... And they're normally an hour long. It's half hour to an hour long. I booked an hour session. Mm. And you're sitting there thinking... All right, here I am then. You're naked. Your, mm. your, your yeah, cock's yeah. floating there. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. cock and balls are floating away. Um, I know right, what show off. I know what you'd get up to in there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Mind some extra salt. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, you, the first 10, 15 minutes, you're thinking, oh, what am I going to do? But then it is this complete a, a, a relaxation thing. As it comes to, mm. to, to the end, a, music starts to come and light starts to come to kind of take you out of it sl- slowly. So mm. it's not a all right, you're done, out. And yeah, I really rated it. I think it's a, a really good thing for, you, for for balancing. For I, I laid in there and thought about song ideas, project mm. ideas, work ideas. I also laid in there and thought about, about nothing. I said there was a period where it just, yeah, I don't know, I don't know where the time yeah, went. Yeah, I tell you, I t- I've always, well, not always, but I've, I've enjoyed lots of different fo- facets of cemetery uh, deprivation. Yeah. Uh, meditation does a lot of that. Transcendental yeah. meditation yeah. Is, is, is not, you're it not is, depriving it, of it, it but you, a, you find your way of, of disappearing. It's kind of seen as being nothing. a bit of a lazy man's a meditation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. taking you to a level of meditation that you'd need to spend a lot of time practicing it to get mm. to, it's giving you a shortcut there because you're oh, having that complete... No, no, it does. You're taken it would, out of it It instantly. would completely help with that. But other sensory deprivations for anyone interested, yeah. turn the lights off, have a shower. I, I shower a <laughs> lot in the dark, not to, you know, jack off and not without, you know, because I never no, know when he's filming. No one suggested but... <laughs> that. Yeah, he turns the lights <laughs> off in case I've got my camera. But if you... If you I, I love doing that because yeah. all of a sudden you're, 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 you are taken away from all your visual senses. So it it's just your sensation of a, of, shower of a shower. is completely a different from the bath as well because the shower mm. is kind of... it encompasses you in that in that space if you're yeah. under the under yeah, the you're flow fit, as such. but it's it's focused on on touch and there's yeah. a lot of, a lot in in sex where you know obviously the blindfold is the thing where you know, get a blindfold out but there's mm. lo- loads of that hearing as well is, a, mm-hmm. is another is another big one in that yeah yeah recommend it so so full kidnap full um. kidnap <laughs> gaffer tape <laughs> gaffer tape please stop get off Shh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't talk. Oh, everyone goes for blindfold. You forget that you can remove hearing, consciousness, <laughs> taste, memory. Cut their tongue out. Don't do any of these things. It's hideous and unacceptable. Um, but, but yeah, I found it really. You, I bought it for two different people. I bought it as a birthday gift for my mum and for Natasha Fox, really, who's come up like four times in this yeah. in this podcast <laughs> now. But and Natasha, from what she said, enjoyed it. My mum, it freaked her out a bit. Like she, like yeah. she struggled to relax. She felt very <laughs> conscious in we, there. We double booked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move over. <laughs> Let's just hold each other. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, the one weird thing actually was. I was my height because the, the the fact that you're floating is fine but you do move a little bit and every now and then my feet had clicked the end of the tank and that had snapped me out of it do you know mm. what I mean it's, 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 it's a weird thing you'd, you'd suddenly be aware that you're in a tank fuck off that. mate you wasn't floating all your hair just you were just this one giant absorbed tampon it. absorbed it all. perfectly formed so what when you got when, when the music started what was it was it like Pam hypes and shit, or was it like? Yeah, 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 it was Enigma. <laughs> it was, of course, Enigma. Um, <laughs> a, a buddy piece who edits these these podcasts. I once said something to him. I can't remember if it was in an email or or in person. And it's it's something I've ripped off many times. It's one of the funniest things ever. He's like, <laughs> I'm a, a mystery locked inside a riddle wrapped inside an Enigma T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which slayed oh. me from day one. I was like, that's just, that's just genius. Oh. I've looked for Enigma t-shirts online since then. I haven't been able to find a good one. Just so I could do an Instagram A good one, right? Thanks. Yeah, I wanted a good one. Um, I mean, are we done with the sensory deprivation conversation? Yeah. Because if we are, you mentioned hairiness and... I accidentally shaved my legs a little while ago. You are the hairiest person I know. And what, I'm what do you not mean that accidentally fucking hairy. Like, honestly, my body are. is. I'm quite hairy. You got hair. The hair. You got real. You got distractingly hairy toes. Hairy hands and arms. Yeah. My my body is not. Like, my chest isn't grossly hairy. It's, it's yeah. But you've hair already said it. about like the weird hairs at the back of your head since you've got your new fucking Fonz look going yeah. on. E- like, <laughs> just stop God. it, mate. Just stop <laughs> it. I've never told you about that. He's turning. Me and my brother were, were around my dad's, and um, something we discussed the fonds in some way. And my dad was getting up and going to the kitchen, and he went, E by gum. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow turned the fonds into a farmer. Brilliant. E by gum. But yeah, and, but yeah I'm, 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 I am hairy. But I'm not like I've not got a crazy hairy chest or hairy back or any of this. I've got quite hairy legs, <laughs> quite hairy arms, and a beard. And I was having a tidy up in my lady garden. Um, I was just like I got some some small clippers. I was having a bit of a tidy up, but small. Where I who's, got... who's the lucky lady? He's like he's just like that's too hairy for me. <laughs> they wake up, mm. <laughs> just dreaming you up down there. Don't mind me. No, I was tidying my own. <laughs> don't, don't say a word. 
I was just having a bit of a tidy up, and and, and the weird thing is, it's not particularly for anyone's <laughs> enjoyment at this moment because I'm I, I, I'm not currently oh. courting in particular. No, don't ah. Oh. Was um, it a trim up or like? Did you? Because are you like smooth as an eel down there? Right, I'll like, tell you this now, right? Because I, I'll, 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 I'll I'll confess, I have a trim sexy up. Time. I have a trim up. I don't go smooth as an eel in in my pubis. Yeah, um, I trim up, but also I trim a, a little bit of my stomach hair. Because I'm not that hairy in the stomach, but as we've discussed with the fitness racing, I've got abs at the moment, and having a bit of a trim, it makes them look a bit... What a Look a bit clean. This is <laughs> anyway, I'm having a tidy up, and I kind of trimmed like the top of my leg hair, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I'd gone too far, so I started to smooth it out, mm. and then it went further and further, and then I left it, and I went and sat on the bed, and I was watching TV, I had pants on, but I could see kind of... <laughs> I could, You're ruining everyone's fantasy I, now. I could see kind of stripes on my legs where I'd kind of tried to smooth it out. So I went and had another smooth out and tidy up. And basically, I've got to start. Uh, this happened for that. That wasn't a dramatic pause for the, the big <laughs> yep, impact yep, yep, of the story. Yep. Um, that was my whole evening. I kept going back to yeah. sit in the bath yeah. to trim more just to smooth it out because it yeah. genuinely... I, I looked weird until yeah. I'd legit shaved. Doing his nutting. He's doing, he's doing his own nutting. I'd shaved my whole legs. Concocted this whole story of bullshit <laughs> to bring to this podcast to justify the fact he shaved his legs because he's got a bit of muscle because he's been doing. No, my legs aren't muscly. Look, my legs aren't you that good. Shaved. Look, they're shaved. They're trimmed. They're still hair, oh but my they're trimmed. God, that's fucking. You terrible, think I'm joking? That's yeah. Really weird. Oh, that is weird, mate. Trim my legs, didn't I? Yeah. Honestly, it wasn't intentional. I no, felt do like you know a what? Like, no, no, you, I, no, he's right. Did I tell this story before when I um, I had this dry patch of skin under my eye? No, you and didn't. And I used uh, <laughs> exciting. I had this dry patch of skin on my eye, and one of my uh, my girlfriend at the time she left some like skin moisture eyes around my house, or so I thought, and it was dove. So I rubbed it under my eye patch, and I noticed that this dove said like plus two percent tanning. And I got a bit OCD about it. So then I did my face. <laughs> and then I did my body. And then, and then I done my whole body. I was walking around my house, like, waiting for it to dry off. And uh, it made it tanned one of my... I thought I got away with it until my mate saw the white T-shirt. Obviously, because I don't know what I'm doing with tanning. And I had, like, tanned, like, all the collar around my white T-shirt had gone brown. <laughs> My friends were like, "What the fuck are you saying?" smooth. When so I, I get it, man. I, I can't. I can't. I can laugh at you, but um, I've, I've, been like I've, been right I've been there. I've been there. I'll be when honest. I was Fourteen. Um, as, as you can see, I've got quite um, hefty eyebrows. Um, no, do you know what, mate? I've never noticed, and I'm glad. Um, you well, like, I've never. Uh, uh, I'd say your whole face is quite hefty. Okay. It's troglodyte. It's Nephilim in shape, if anyone's familiar with nef- the Nephilim. Yeah. As a um, face, yeah. hefty is a good... Thick, thick-browed... Um, Thick-looking. Forehead <laughs> like a drive-in cinema. Miserable. <laughs> like, miserable. Like, yeah. depressingly miserable. Like, yeah, a deflated yeah. dinghy. Like, like yeah. it doesn't look like he sings, like, just, just while he's working and he stuff. W- yeah, he wouldn't be that guy. He'd be the guy who, who looks at the person singing. Yeah. Yeah. And goes, why are you fucking yeah. singing? I'll be looking at the bloke in the office that thinks he's funny, thinking, yeah, me and my mates were funnier than you when I was young. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly the thing. Let me so, tell yeah. you how many crazy things I've done. <laughs> anyway, you and your, your sexually assaulted, assaulted, assaulted that old lady once. <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback to a previous podcast. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yes. Just so anyone knows that. Yeah. All cleared up, by the way, all cleared up. Yeah. She still hasn't said um, No, I, I, I've got anyway. hefty eyebrows. I'm sitting in the bath, and uh, 
And I, I, again, this is telling a story. This isn't a description of what's happening uh, now. Uh, <laughs> so I decided I'd. Uh, uh, I think I was fourteen, and maybe I'd, I'd just started to shave maybe once a month, like some tiny little bit of sideburn or something like that. Yeah. Um, I've never really used a a, a a bic razor or whatever it was, and uh, and I remember just sort of testing it on my arm, just to sort of see how it worked and if it was going to like really hurt and things like that. Tested it on his arm. What were we going to test fucking it on you, prick? Your face. Oh, yeah, like, I just fucking... What, what, what? You f- you're that little bit of side burn. You don't test it on your arm. Who's done that? Right, any straight any into listeners. It, mate. Just get straight you into just jump it. in, mate. You're 14. You don't think about testing it on your arm. Anyway, sorry, so mate. So you shaved your arm. Shoes so left. I thought, so I thought I'd thin out my eyebrows because they're quite <laughs> hefty. <laughs> thin them out. So, so, so when you're testing it... Not when you've become an expert no, at this no. razor. <laughs> I'd, I'd removed, take it all back. I'd, I'd, I'd take it all back. You are off of man. my arm that was com- that went from being quite hairy to completely bald. Yep, yep. And I thought if I just run That's it, enough over, testing. That's yep, enough testing. That's enough testing. I'm to move on to. I made my yeah. a very visible part of <laughs> yeah. my, the most visible part. The most of my visible. Face. Yeah. I'm just gonna thin it a little bit yeah. and feathering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. proceeded to remove three quarters of my eyebrow. Brilliant. Oh. Um, then had a massive fucking meltdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, dried myself off, popped some probably gym jams on, and run downstairs and was like, Mum, I've shaved my eyebrow off. To which, obviously, they thought it was fucking hilarious. So I was it obviously was. stroppy 14-year-old. Like, shut up, what am I going to do? My mum proceeded to try and um, fashion one with like, a makeup pen. <laughs> Brilliant. Which made me look like oh, was it, brilliant. Was it Lieutenant Harris in Police Academy or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. just looked so shit. <laughs> and like, brilliant. But, but at the time, bless her, she was just trying to help me out. Um, but I, I, I vividly remember it was snowing at the time. And I went to school the next day with a massive plaster on, on my eyebrow. <laughs> oh, great. Concocted a story that I had this snowball fight and this snowball hit me in the face. I had glass in it and I'd cut all my eyebrow open. That fantastic. is fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's a great. The full story. Yeah, so and got... then the doctor had to sh- uh, shave it. And, and then, then the doctor's assistant had to draw a shit one on <laughs> <laughs> But then um, I think it was like two days in, I'd got in from school and I'd got changed and put my, my gi on because I had karate that night. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, <laughs> All right. Went to karate, but I took the, the plaster off when I got in from school. Completely yeah. forgot to put it back on. Oh, no. And like, lots of my school friends went to karate. Me, they were like, man, what the oh, fuck's going on with your eyebrows? Oh, and I was like, they were like, Where, where's the cut? And I was like, yeah, it's here. And they're like, bullshit, man. What happened? I was like, shed my eyebrow off. <laughs> oh, I like it. Always catches up on yeah. you. Um, it, it makes me think of, of just stories of of, of embarrassing or, or, or weird incidents, and I. I touched on this on Tuesday Night Jaw this week with Jim Smallman. Oh, we've not talked about progress yet. We'll get into that in the next episode. But um, I touched on this. He asked a question of what's... Because at, 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 at progress at the weekend, s- s- someone in the first move of a fight got legitimately injured. Yeah. Um, and was out cold. And it was a fucking scary moment, yeah, it was, man. It was he scary. Was, you see people get knocked out in MMA all the time and they're moving quite quick. This guy was not moving. No, no, there was no moving. No no quick recovery. And um, and strangely, the I, I don't know if it was me or where the lights were, but the blood was not in his head. Not as in it had spilt over he looked the mat. A, he looked a funny he looked, colour, he looked yeah. gormless, like... like a it terrible was, shade. It was frightening. It was a really. It, it turned out it was fine. And yeah, again, like we'll talk God. about all that in the next episode as we're at the hour mark. But um, 
the the question came off of of the worst you've felt at work or the worst injury you've had because we're also we've mm. not had much sleep because we've recorded the podcast after mm. the day after and i told i told one story about breaking my ribs on stage and cool stuff oh, yeah. and then i remembered that i once had to go home early from hmv because my nipples hurt because <laughs> i'd i'd inf- i'd infect i'd got my nipples infected in a hot tub <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's what so, you get for piercing your nipples. That's sexy no. and horrible. Yeah, it was it was it, it was gross. And we'd we'd Kate, who I used to go out. We've had a hot tub. Her parents had a hot tub, and we'd all a load of us had been to some staff were, were party. Their nipples all right? They were all fine. I've parents' got, nipples were I've, fine. I've got a pierced nipple though. Ah, uh, so that's probably so where the Kate's mum came in. So is Kate's mum. No, no, her parents weren't there, and she does have a pierced nipple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. I don't know if Kate's mum has a pierced nipple. Um, and we'd all gone to this night out. In fact, Stutel was there. I, oh, we don't give surnames. Stu was there. Stewie. If we're going to talk Stu's, we're going to have to, because there's a lot of us, isn't there? There's a lot of Stu's, yeah. This isn't a bad story. So Stu was there, and I think that might... No, I won't go into that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, just, 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 just rewind on that. Stu was there, and numerous yeah. other people from work, mm-hmm. and we're all drunk. We're like, let's get in the hot tub. And the fact is, the hot tub hadn't been used for a while, and you're meant to use all sorts of chemicals in them to make sure yeah, it's clean. So, yeah. but, but it was dark, so we all got in there drunk, partied, sat yeah. in this hot tub. And then the next day I went to work and my T-shirt rubbing on my nipples was the most painful <laughs> oh, thing no, in the I world. Get, I, I get you. And yeah. my nipples were infected yeah. and I went home and mm-hmm. I, I legit, this is going to gross everyone out, I legit, I, I burst lumps that had come up on my nipples and pus came out of them. Mm. Anyone turned on now? A little bit. I just don't know. I can't you still find it when you've got your nipple pierced. Yeah, are they still, are they still, are they still pierced now? Yeah, my nipple's still pierced. It's wonky. No, it's wonky. Was it like, was that one of your kind of like mid-90s unmetal kind of piercings? Rebellion! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had my eyebrow pierced sideways. I had horizontal eyebrow piercing because I'm fucking When crazy. the fuck did you have I that, still, I could Did still I know you squ- when you had that? Probably not, probably not. You I could still have... squeeze pus out of where I had my eyebrow pierced. Yeah. I'm squeezing pus out of I, I honestly had my nipple pierced. Now. I had my left a nipple pierced because my right arm hurt. And my brother suggested... I remember you saying that. My right arm hurt, and it was a really weird pain. I went to the doctors, they did test, they said there's nothing wrong with it, and it really hurt. And I came up with the idea of piercing my nipple to distract me from yeah. the other arm hurting. Um, I had my, my belly button pierced for ages, and I had that pierced because I was in New York with my mate Tracy Ann and with Mutt and with Kate. And Tracy Ann was like a goth and whatever, and really, but, but didn't have any piercings or tattoos and was scared of it. And I was like, look, I'll show you it doesn't hurt. And I got my belly pierced to show her. And I genuinely didn't notice the piercing happen. Like, mm. I generally... In the UK, yeah, yeah, they yeah. pierce you, and then the painful bit is when they then right, okay. push the, the bar in. Mm-hmm. There, they kind of had some weird needle that the bar was screwed onto. So the piercing was the bar going in mm. as well. Yeah. So I was had that first bit. I was bracing myself for the next bit. And I went, oh, you're done. And I got up and went outside. I was like, see, it doesn't hurt. And she almost passed out. And so she never got anything pierced. But that's why I had my belly no. pierced. I got my tongue pierced. Um, old girlfriend bought that for me. And I had that for 
The shock look on Gunn's face then. Back at uni days, different rules. And Is that when you had red hair as well? Yeah, it was. I had some very different rules. You turned into like a crazy alternative kid for like one year though. My hair was red as that. I shit you not. And um it was out of nowhere, though, because you were never the crazy alternative. I'm not into... Like, Style-wise, yeah, you were no, never no, no, crazy... No, no. Like, you never looked like a metal like or a punk or anything yeah, else. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do that. And that one year, yeah, red hair, got pierced my tongue, tongue. And um, then got my... T- legitimately, cunning lingus, um, a, girlfriend, uh, a girl I was seeing had her clip pierced and it had a hoop, and I had a bar, and it kept playing jiggery-pokery with it. <laughs> Um, you know, I was getting the bar put through, put through the clip ring. Yeah. So it was like, that wasn't working out. And I took it out. I thought, I'd just pop it out. And went to sleep. And I think I got up about... I, actually, I better edit this story. About five hours later, I had to get up. And um, went to put it back in. And I couldn't fit it back in. Couldn't fit it in my tongue. My, my tongue muscle had sort of like... Healed up. up. Or uh, if it hadn't fully healed up, like it was, it was impossible. Out before going to sleep. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it was I'm, during sex. I'm, I'm planning Cunnilingus in the morning. So <laughs> no, no, no. It was during sex. Shall I set my alarm for seven for work? No, I'll set it for half six. Have some Cunnilingus. <laughs> and then, and then I could probably have another way. five minutes in bed if I take the, the piss in there. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear... What time do you want Kenny Lynch in the morning? <laughs> no, no, I'd best, pop, I'd best pop the bar out now. <laughs> She's much like me not wearing underpants. Speeds things up, guys. <laughs> time saving. Time saving. Uh, m- m- more from Craig in the next episode. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's, let's call this one a day. Um, in the next episode, we're going to talk about films... Finally, we've not got onto films. We're going to talk about Stu DJing in Dartford. We forget that Prince Naz. We're going to talk about this message I got, and I'll read the message. I'll read a chunk of the message. The, the opening of the message is this Phil? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I backpacked around Malaysia with you in like 2002. Question mark, question mark. <laughs> we'll get onto that later. <laughs> That's, that's the start of a message I got on Facebook. Uh, we're going to talk about the best game I have ever played in my oh, life. snap. I recently played the best game I've ever played in my life, and it's amazing. We're also going to talk about the declaration of the seventh happiest place to live in the UK. <clears throat> it's bullshit, man. He's paid for that. And we're going to talk about my failed suggestion of a, a podcast recording. We're going to talk about Chris's failed suggestion oh of a podcast gosh. recording. Which Stu politely stayed quiet on, or rudely stayed quiet on. I politely responded to. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Stu's immersive um, oh, event yeah. in London. Um, and we will get to a little story from Craig. We're also going to print, talk about Prince Nas, if we remember. Mm-hmm. And probably other stuff that will come up. Bits and pieces. Youth culture. <laughs> <laughs>